For the past decade, I've watched hedge fund managers tighten their ties and straighten their suits. They've acted like their underperformance of the S&P 500 wasn't a real thing, when in fact, it most certainly was. Well, I'm not an expert in finance, but I know enough to understand that these risk-free rates certainly aren't free and open. I know the cost of capital is completely manipulated. And I know only a damn fool would still be trying to own bonds after the yields have gone down for nearly 40 years straight. So, while Wall Street continues to pick up all these pennies in front of a steamroller, I'll just keep buying more Bitcoin. Michael Saylor, Jack Dorsey, Paul Tudor Jones, you don't have shit on me. Bitcoin June. This is that. Your signal. Volume 17. They tried to take me out a number of times. Already. We just got here. You can't stop it. It's Bitcoin only.
I, I agree that, 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 it's, that Bitcoin's on the way to being a world reserve asset. I 100% agree. I'm not sure that the dollar is going to make it, you know. Because, and now especially the U.S. has weaponized the dollar to further its imperial purposes. Why would a self-respecting big country like Russia or China, why would they accept that as a reserve currency? Clearly it has a lot of downsides, you know. Right, so um, China's got to be questioning their multi-trillion dollar U.S. dollar reserve position. Yeah. They're also saying that um, countries that store gold in America, that gold is now subject to seizure uh, in, in the New York Fed, where a lot of that gold is stored. So that's not even safe anymore. I mean, to me, it seems like Bitcoin isn't reacting to the chaos, but Bitcoin is causing the chaos. Watch out. We are the chaos. We are the storm. Bitcoin started as a program. Quickly turned into a movement. Now we have an army. Shout out to all the people joining Texas Slims Media. The counterpunch to the World Economic Forum narrative. Shout out to Texas Slim. We got you. We got you. Shout out to Optimus and my doom, my living truth. Shout out to everybody at Bitcoin Kindergarten, Wynikus, Shishi. So let me tell you about the next stage of this whole thing. First, there was the Genesis block. Then, Texas Slim. Then, 
Bitcoin Jones. I found Texas Slim in the Bitcoin kindergarten class. A year later, I took up arms with my brother. And now, I'm recruiting the best in Bitcoin. We want you to join us to fight against the Fiat Food Ponzi. Led by the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. This is our time. The time is now. This is our block. Now let's take it. So if you're an artist or a designer or a poet or a writer or a rapper, a video maker, editor, a meme maker, anything, if you make quilts, anything at all, get in touch. I am Bitcoin June. You can find me on Twitter. June underscore Gemini. You can hit me up. On Twitter, Texas Slims Media, TX Slims Media, we are taking everyone. If you have a passion that's been dead, that's been killed by the Fiat Food Ponzi, then we are here to nurture that passion. Whether you're young, old, rich, poor, Employed, unemployed, it doesn't matter. We're gonna drop you a little link to the Telegram, to the Discord. If you don't know how to use it, I'll teach you. That's what we do out here, bro. This is a war. I know you can feel that. And I know you can feel my brother Slim. Light your heart on fire. Let's go. All of these telegram messages are coming around. I don't know how to use the stupid at sign and all this other shit. And so, so what am I? Yes, 100% I'm a pleb. Because Twitter is beautiful. It's friggin' beautiful, but it also is not natural for someone like me, right? And this is what you, so am I a pleb? Yeah, will I always be a pleb? 100%. Because you guys are way smarter at this than I am. And, and, and you know, you, you need to always put yourself in someone else's shoes. And then I would try and say, well, what would my, what would my dad be doing on Twitter? My dad never had a fucking credit card in his life. Do you think he'd get on Twitter? Like, all of this stuff is so new. And so, I, yeah, I'll be a pleb. Why? Because I'm 58 years old. You guys are way better at this than I am. Great thoughts.
Fortune is our friend. <laughs> For example, consider this. In the year 2000, if current trends continue, the average blue-collar annual wage in this country will be $568,000. Think what this inflated world of the future will mean. Most Americans will be millionaires. Everyone will feel like a big shot. Wouldn't you like to own a $4,000 suit and smoke a $75 cigar, drive a $600,000 car? I know I would. But what about people on fixed incomes? They have always been the true victims of inflation. That's why I will present to Congress the Inflation Maintenance Program, whereby the U.S. Treasury will make up any inflation caused losses through direct tax rebates to the public in cash. Now you may say, won't that cost a lot of money? Won't that increase the deficit? Sure it will. But so what? We'll just print more money. We have the papers, we have the mints. I can just call up the Bureau of Engraving and say, Hi, this is Gemma. Roll off some of them 20s. Print up a couple of thousand sheets of those century notes. Sure, the glut of dollars will cause even more inflation, but who cares? Everybody will be a millionaire. Okay. The Inflation Reduction Act does so many things that for so many years, so many of us have fought to make happen. Let's be clear. It's sick. It's a twisted world. They're playing to the wrong God. They're playing with the wrong money. They're eating from the wrong soil. Here we come. I keep saying, can't stop this energy. Well, you can't. I'ma be sure to replicate, diversify. Can't take me out Cause I am not one I am many I'm a creature of this earth And that's it No more No less And there's a million motherfuckers Out here just like me Sri Lanka In the Netherlands In Serbia In the Czech Republic In the South of the USA In El Salvador In Nicaragua in the Central African Republic, in Nigeria, we're in Tokyo, 
Others have stuff. But when you do, Bitcoin's gonna be here. I don't give a shit if you buy it. There's only so much time left. I just can't help myself. To the CBDC locks us all down. When that time comes, you won't be able to buy Bitcoin. You're gonna have to earn that Bitcoin. You can do that with us, Texas Slims Media. Hit me up. Bitcoin is a life raft, not a rocket ship. What industry did you decide to pursue a career in? Uh, right now, I'm in the uh, Bitcoin industry. I run Bitcoin conferences across the country. What is the best piece of advice you can get to give to anybody going into crypto today? Stick with Bitcoin. Forget all the shit. Stick with Bitcoin. Buy a little bit 
every week. Don't give it to dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars. Figure out what you can afford every week and buy it every week. Get rid of your cigarettes, get rid of your cokes, whatever you can get rid of. And spend it on Bitcoin. Ten years, if you buy some every week, you'll be amazing. Attention, the invaders are coming this way. The only known weapon is to project loud dance music. This affects their nervous systems. By all means, do not leave the discotheques for cars without a portable radio, or you will be in danger. Attention, the invaders are coming this way. The only known weapon is to project loud dance music. This affects their nervous systems. They hate it. They hate to hear it. They hate the word Bitcoin. Understand us. It's so funny.
what if from a psycho if you can psychoanalyze Jack Dorsey for a second. So he's one of the early adopters, or he's one of the people pushing the early adoption in this layer three. So in, inside Cash App, what do you make of the man uh, of this decision as a business owner, as somebody playing in the space? Like, what? Um, why did he do it, and what does that mean for others at the scale that might be doing the same? So incorporating Lightning Network and incorporating Bitcoin into their products. I think he's been pretty clear about this. He feels that Bitcoin is an instrument of economic empowerment for billions of people that are unbanked and have no property rights in the world. If you want to give a, an incorruptible bank to 8 billion people on the planet, that's the same as asking the question, how do you give a full education through PhD to 8 billion people on the planet? And the answer is a, a, a digital version of the 20th century thing running on a mobile phone. And Bitcoin is a bank in cyberspace. It's run by incorruptible software and it's for everybody on Earth. So I think when Jack looks at it, he's very sensitive to the plight of everybody in Africa. You look at Africans, right? Like, you're going to give them banks. You're not going to put a bank branch on every corner. That's an obscene waste of energy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to run copper wires across the continent. That's an obscene waste of energy. You're not going to give them gold and, you know. So so how are you going to provide people with a decent life? Jack Dorsey, Bitcoin, love affair is real. Shout out to the GOAT. They don't have property rights, they don't have effective bank, and they don't and their currency is broken. Like what are the what are the two things that in theory would serve as the equivalent of a uh, of a, an organic battery or an economic battery to civilization? It would be 
I have a currency which holds its value and I can store it in a bank. So a, a risk a risk free currency derivative. I yeah, I pay you your money, you take your life savings, you put it in the bank, you save up for your retirement, you'll live happily ever after. That's the American dream, right? That's the idyllic situation. The real situation is there are no banks, you can't get a bank account. So I give you your pay in currency, and then I double the supply and I give it to my cousin, or I give it to whatever cause I want, or I use it to buy weapons, and then you find a loaf of bread costs triple next month is what it costs, and your life savings is worthless. So in that environment, everybody's ripped back to Stone Age barter. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that, even Stone Age barter, is you're going to carry your life savings on your back. And what happens when the guy with a machine gun points it at your head and just takes your life savings? So, so I think from Jack's point of view, he thinks that life is, this is maybe too strong, but I, these are my words, life is hopeless for a lot of people. And Bitcoin is hope. Because because it, it gives everyone um, an engineered monetary asset that's a bearer instrument, and it gives them a bank on their mobile phone, and they they don't have to trust their government or another counterparty with their life force.
What are you trying to tell me? I can sell my Bitcoin for millions one day? No, Neo. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, you're against Bitcoin, you're against freedom. We make it to the coin. is above legal bitcoin is above politics bitcoin is something that is bigger than states right so we don't need someone to make a law that tells bitcoin to tell you illegal tender what ha- what is happening in el salvador is good for adoption of course it does that's why i went there but do we need it bitcoin is going to happen anyway yes yes here we come yeah yeah Okay. 
This important final mission. And I know we're gonna hold it down. So until next week, stay humble, stack sets. My name is Bitcoin June. You've been listening to.